0: This is Pod Populi, podcast for the people.
1: Well, good morning, Breakfast is the Broker, every Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. And, you know, it's getting into this uh, college consult and, and schools and, you know, whether it's elementary, middle, and high school, getting into uh, college is always... Uh, typically an aspiration of many. And um, our next guest is going to elaborate some on that and uh, on the program that she does. So, and now, by way of Fort Lauderdale, Florida, she is the partnership and alumni director at A.D. Henderson in Florida Atlantic University High School. She's the founder and interviewer of the podcast Once an Owl, Always an Owl, which interviews current and former students, the amazing things they are accomplishing. She's a wife. A mother, and she loves all things philanthropy, she is Sherry Bees. Good morning. Good morning. How are you?
0: It's very nice to be here.
1: You know, it's different being on the other side, isn't it? It really is. (laughs) I was just thinking about that. You know, know, so for those that don't understand what an owl is, tell us a little bit about what an owl is. Well,
0: A.D. <laughs> Henderson um, University School and FAU High School is one of the four lab schools in the state of Florida. It is a public school, and part of the mission of the school is to not only do research, but to teach others to push out. Now, what is so cool and, and unique is that the lab school, the K-8 program, is um It represents the state of Florida and Palm Beach County. It's a lottery where, you know, students of all different backgrounds and all different cultures and abilities are there together to learn. And the high school program. And just to go back, the the K-8 program is about 53 years old. Wow! So it was, yeah, it's been, it's been. And because I know
1: you, then obviously my kid's going to get in, right?
0: I uh, can't, yeah. can't do that. <laughs> no, <can't>. no. <laughs> so it's
1: funny because, you know, and that's what people think, right? Exactly. You know, So you look at the charter, like, well, you know, I, I have pull, I have influence, I have things in the community. But, no, it, it is a, uh, a very, uh, you know, chartered school. Tell us a little bit about the program that um, you've developed. And, you know, and it really is amazing because, you know, People think the kids are dumb, right? Like they think like they look at the, you know, the elementary and middle and high school kids and they're like, oh, they don't know as much. They don't have enough wisdom. And, you know, and then they do some amazing things, don't they?
0: They really do. I mean, just our elementary, middle, high schools, the program and the high school program is a little different. But you asked me about kindergarten through eighth grade. These students are amazing. They really come in. One of the things that amazed me most because I was the principal director there for um, six years was the passion of the students. Like you take them out of the car line and out of the car and they'd be reading a book. I'm like, sweetie, you got to stop reading for one second so you can get out of the car. And that also, that happens from the educators. Um, our superintendent, Joel Herbst, always says, you know, they're the secret sauce and it's just, their passion and their love for the kids um, um, make it happen, but also that push. One of the cool cool things, as you, as you mentioned before, I'm doing a podcast. And just last week, I interviewed a alumni. I went to Carnegie Mellon and met with one of our recent alumni from the high school who graduated. So our high school program is a little different than K-8. So very quickly, the high school program is merit-based, um, but there's a plethora of talents. So some of them might be, that's not just all students. And if you listen to any of my podcasts, the one thing they say, the misconception, we're all nerds.
1: <laughs> well, they might be nerds, <laughs> but
0: they have all different talents, athletics and everything. So, the Nerd,
1: car- nerds rule the world. They though. do. <laughs> they do.
0: So, just to give you a quick example, my Carnegie Mellon trip went up there, met with an alumnus who attended A.D. Henderson in the 70s, and he also attended Carnegie, Carnegie Mellon. And then Aiden eagle who was on my first episode um make our besties he's unbelievable so he graduated with his high school diploma and his bachelor's well actually handed him his high school diploma a week after his bachelor's and he got admitted to a phd program in carnegie mellon wow that's a focus on neuroscience so you know
1: um interesting thing about carnegie mellon and and, and you know um you know randy pausch Um, you, you know, familiar with the story, obviously, uh, it's been around for, for a while that, you know, the, the story called the last lecture and, um, you know, and, and he was a professor at Carnegie Mellon. And, um, from what I understand, and maybe you could elaborate, but, um, you know, he was one of these people that actually, um, founded virtual reality. And, um, you know, and if you haven't read the book or seen, uh, you know, the Randy Pausch on Oprah, you know, just Google YouTube, you know, Randy Pausch last lecture, because uh, there is not any soul. I mean, you'd have to have a black heart not to, uh, not to shed a tear um, and understand the absolute happiness and exuberance that he brought forth and wanted his kids and his students uh, to understand.
0: It's amazing. It's amazing. And it's amazing to see the far reach that our students make. So I can give you example after example of these unbelievable students and the impact they're making. But the cool part now is connecting those students that attended here years ago because we don't have we're completely building the alumni network. So bringing those stories back, like you're saying, Carnegie Mellon is just one. I have another student that's at Yale. Um, students, I have students that go straight from high school to med school. I don't know if you knew that.
1: I did not. Yeah. I did not.
0: So let me tell you a little bit about that. 2017, we had an inaugural program from FAU. The uh, first lady said, you know, I want to give these amazing students the opportunity to go from high school to med school. So they had a med direct pipeline program. We had five students start. Um, I was another one of the podcasts and talked about where they are. So now I have two of them that decided to stay complete it and they're starting their residency.
1: Wow. It's
0: 24 years old with, you know, residents are in their 30s. So amazing. Crazy. No, amazing. It, it
1: is. And, and, and you know what and, and it's it's really kind of a testament, you know, as you uh, alluded to before was, you know, the educators, right? The educators pushing and knowing when to push and knowing when to you know step back and stuff like that. Um, you know, parents don't always know that. And 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 uh as a father of three girls, and banging my head nightly against the wall. You know, you know, you always are looking for, you know, listen, why does everything need to be fight and all those different things? But, you know, you know, how do you get the best or the how do you maximize the potential out of your kid? Like, you know, as you've seen so many kids excel, you know, and not every kid needs to be go to pre-med or be, you know, a doctor. And, you know, it doesn't matter, but, you know, achieving their maximum potential, I think is important um, for the kids' confidence um, and, and and for life in, in general.
0: Yeah. So as an educator, sometimes we're on a mission. You know, we have goals that we have to make as a school. There's standards we have to make. But one of the things that has been so inspiring is actually listening to the students' stories. And one of the questions I ask them is, what Makes you um, what are you? Why are you passionate? What would advice would you give your five year old self or your twelve year old self? And the great news is, a lot of them are saying just enjoy, experiment, try different things. Because I think what we've learned, if we're passionate about something, we put our efforts into it. And if I could give you a little personal story talking about, you know, I have three. Well, I have three boys, but one's a puppy. You know, one's <laughs> a four legged one, and my son who always. You know, needed to push him a little bit. And when I first started here at AD um, Henderson F.A.U. High, I'd go home and I'd be like, "You don't understand. You should be doing this. Like, why are you not working harder?" Well, he went through college just yesterday. Um, we got the news that he passed the the Florida Bar.
1: Oh, well, congratulations! Thank
0: you. So, th- and and my point of telling you the story is, as a parent, sometimes it's hard. You're an educator. You you know, it's very a very different lens. So, you know, parents need to kind of give themselves a little grace too. It's a little different at home than it is. In this, in the school, you know, so sure,
1: sure, you know, it, you know, because you know, we live in a bubble, right? In, in, especially in Boca, you know, um, it's a sheltered society where um, it's full of tutors, and you know, if your kid's not gifted in the gifted classes or the AP classes or the ACE classes, you know, you, you, your kid starts to feel, you know, um, not as uh, successful as they is maybe they are right. You know, regular classes, you know, when I went to school was normal, you know, it it was, you know, there were some honors classes, but it really wasn't, you know, a big thing. Um, It certainly has, um, you know, morphed into, uh, you know, and I don't know if it's in every you know city or whatnot, but it doesn't seem that way, you know, because Boca puts a lot more pressure on their kids, you know, um, how do you uh, navigate that or how do you, how would you, uh, you know your advice to to navigate that. So
0: one of the things that I've learned from the kids that I'm that I work with is uh, failure is success. So it's not all about you know being the best at what everybody else is the best at. It's being creative. Um, I will never forget probably my first few weeks when I was walking through the school. I had a student that was sitting in the library um, who was a recent, uh, art student that turned STEM, you know, and, and the student is super successful as one national international awards, but at the beginning came in and failed a ton. So they were working on the circuit. And I, like, I can still picture that. That's one of my favorite moments and just looking and, and the, the, uh, the stress in the student's eyes and kept going, working and working through it. And that failure led to her success later on. And she always looked for those unique opportunities. I think what, what I would recommend is again that, and I keep hearing the students saying it over and over, it doesn't, you don't have to be one of many. You can really stand out, explore what you want to do. And I think that's the great thing about the program that we have. So I know that there's dual enrolled programs. The high school is literally, they come in in ninth grade, it's very academically rigorous, they meet with the teachers, and then they're at the university full time. So th- for those students, they have the opportunity to kind of, make their path. And then they always push us to even, um, create things for them because it's never enough. So, you know, I think for any student, whether it's an athlete, whether they're an artist, whether they're passionate about creating podcasts, I mean, now, if you look on social media and TikToks, I mean, these students that are, are creating income streams for themselves, doing crazy things, like it's unbelievable what the young mind can do. Right.
1: Agreed. You know, because, um, you know, going back to what, um, Randy Pausch, you know, in his last, uh, the last lecture, you know, what he talked about is that, you know, a lot of times, you know, um, you know, if he's in a crowded room and he's, he's speaking and he says, you know, and there's a bunch of adults and he, he would say, hey, um, you know, you know, who knows if the, you know, what color of the grass is. You know, um, and, you know, you'd have five hands of 500 people raising their hands. Uh, and you, if you had a bunch of elementary kids, you know, school kids, you know, you, you say them the same question and every single person jumping up and down, you know, with exuberance. Right. So a, a lot of times we have to find that, you know, that inner kid, that inner child and our exuberance so that we can be successful and you know again being successful isn't defined by necessarily academically it's defined by you know what you want to do as you said you know before you know tell us a little bit about fau's partnership with ad henderson and you know and and i know it's been you know a long time and whatnot you know you know how do you apply to right? do, do k through eight automatically get into you know fau high school and those kind of things um you know especially people relocating here
0: so the AD Henderson, um, like I said before, is a lottery, and we do have, you know, probably thousands of applications in each year. As the school, you know, is getting more publicity because we're they're they're doing great things. The teachers are great, and there's more programs and grants that have been um, funded. So there may be 54 spots for you know 3,000 applications in the K-8 program. The high school is not a is not a definite um, in if you're in the programs for K. First of all, you know, the parents and the students, it's a partnership. You have to really work hard. We provide a ton of resources, but as a parent, you also have to accept those resources. Education is critical, and we do everything we can to ensure that the students are successful, but it has to be a partnership. The high school is a... um, application process that looks at academics like I said before diversity also it looks at opportunities for students that may be title one that may not be able to get a college education and but has that drive and the ability and like I mentioned so the partnership with FAU the great pieces so once they start the 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 classes in ninth grade or sometimes they come in as a transfer student they're taking full-time classes at FAU. One of the other things that have been so amazing, another partnership that recently happened during COVID was there was a Jupiter program that opened that focuses more on neuroscience and data science. So we have partnered with Max Planck in Boca, I mean, I'm sorry, in Jupiter, on the Jupiter campus. So we're also having students. We have students in our honors college also. So the application process is rigorous. They go through, um, they have to submit scores and grades and have good um, behavior. Like they can't have discipline issues because it's, again, we're setting them up on a college university campus. They have to be really responsible. Um, They also um, have to interview. They do an interview to, to see, you know, if they want the program or the parents want the program. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of the things that really helps with that interview process. And then once they get accepted, they go through a lot of programs, you know, understanding a 15 year old going on a college campus is a lot. So there's a lot of programs that we do within the school to help them prepare for that university experience. So yes, they're both application processes. It is a public school it is there is a lot a lottery selection and then um, a, a testing process before there's a formal invite. But yeah, that, that's 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 pretty awesome. much the process. Yep.
1: So, college consult. Yes. <laughs> you know, um, we're, we're well, we're way in it right now, right? Yes. Um, uh, you you know. The most popular, I guess, schools uh, to apply to, uh, certainly in Florida, um, or maybe in the nation, is uh, University of Florida, FSU, UCF, USF, you know, the, those type of schools. Um, you know, as they make uh, applications and, and such, is there any advice that you can give to High school seniors um you know because i think act scores came out today i don't think it's come out yet but because i haven't got a text yet for my daughter but uh <laughs> wishing you good luck. Those are yeah tough times. those are those are definitely tough but um you know any advice you can give to parents and high school seniors that are, you know, looking to get into, you know, college and, you know, um, put to, put together a good application?
0: Absolutely. So I went through it, like I said, with my son who just graduated from law school. And one of the things that having, being on that other end, looking at applications and when we started um, at FAU and AD Henderson, it was really important to have a very rigorous application. Application process, but also um, mimic the university application process. Because li- literally, when we have students come in, they're university students by 10th grade, right? So one of the things that is really important is standing out. So these we have really bright students, and what's happening is, yes, you're going to have 100 students that you're competing with that have the same ACT, SAT scores, you're number one or two in your class, but what makes you stand out? That, I think, is really important, your volunteer work, your research. And that's one of the things that I've seen that really makes students stand out is what are they passionate about? And every student that I've met with that says, you know, how do I get into this program? That's my advice to them because really you're competing. And like you said, all those are very popular now. And then you have a lot of competition. So even if you meet that that really high basic stake, what makes you stand out? What's going to pull out your, your resume or your you know, it's your story. And even when my son applied for, um, to get into undergrad, that was the same conversation we had. Cause we ended up getting a, per- I, I had no idea about high school. I was an elementary hmm. educator most of my career till I came here. So that was the question, what do you do? And that was the best advice she gave in the essay. And he was able to talk about his, our family story, his brother, you know, we had some challenges and unbelievable human being, but that it's what makes you stand out. And from what I've learned at AD Henderson FAU High, it's the research. We have students that are doing life altering research, but they have to be passionate. And it's, it doesn't mean that they have to solve cancer, but there's a community. Um, I don't know, there's something out in the community that you have to be passionate about. And if you can make an impact on that, that usually makes you stand out.
1: Sure. And, uh, and presenting it potentially in an, an essay or a supplemental essay Correct. or something like that, you know, and, and, you know, the other thing I uh, you know, I heard around, um, you, know, you want to be clear and concise, right? A lot sure. of times we, uh, including myself like to ramble on and, and, and go on and on and on and on. And, um, you know, you got to understand, you know, who's looking at those papers, right? They're looking at you know tens of thousands of applications you know they want to see something that is clear concise and to the point
0: professional but tells a story yep. you want you want to catch people's eyes because like i said especially people that are looking through those applications looking through thousands what what makes you you know stand out
1: yeah you know i'm surprised you know going through these applications that they don't have like an upload video link you know or things of that nature because the you know in 10 seconds you could basically weed out or gravitate to a person based on a video more than having to read, you know, an, an entire essay. Now, I understand, you know, re- reading and writing, obviously, is is extremely important in the way they write um, and, and articulate their points, um, you know, may be a sign of success in, in college. But, um, you know, I, I was just surprised that, I, you know, you can't upload a video or you can't. Right. But
0: to that point. You also, this is a little bit of advice for my friends, my senior friends Mm -hmm. out there talking about uploading videos. You have to be very careful what you put on social media because somehow they might not see a video that's positive, but they're going to find something if there's anything out there that shouldn't be out there. So, you know, if you use social media for positive, that's great. But, you know, sometimes the social media accounts are getting people in trouble. And I've seen um, not only students get in and then uh, rescind their application and their acceptance because of things that have been put out there.
1: Yeah. You got to be very careful. Um, everyone's watching. It's true. It's true. (laughs) Everyone's watching what we do, how we do it and and whatnot. And, you know, it's, you know, it's good stuff in the sense that, you know, we can spread our word. Um, but if our word is, uh, you know, negative, um, you know, sometimes it's, uh, You you know, there's no, you know, society has come to a point where there are no second chances, pretty much. I mean, a little bit, but really no second chances. You put something out there that uh, someone, you know, perceives as negative, um, you're not ever getting that opportunity again.
0: It's true. So that I think, I think that that advice, it's also not only what you can do, it's also what you have to be careful about, you know, also not doing. Agree. So.
1: Yep. So um, I always end the uh, podcast on two questions. Okay. Um, one is, what's your favorite streaming series of all time? And what are you currently watching? Hmm.
0: Let's see. <laughs> my favorite, my streaming. Oh, my goodness.
1: It could be a movie or a streaming series that you've watched. Because, I, I, you know, even if you hadn't watched things pre-COVID, you probably watched things during covid at some point because that's what we kind of we all did but mm-hmm. uh
0: i had to catch up let me think that the outsiders one of my uh my my husband um oh my god uh, Saul the Saul oh, series better call saul better call saul and i think breaking that's bad, yeah. breaking bad we we ended up watching that that was not an option i had to kind of <laughs> listened to that and then there's football in my house all the time now um but my all-time, and you asked, all-time favorite show. Yeah. You know, I, I, I'm I like a Grease, like, old-time yeah, movie. Nice. I love I the Grease series. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: That's awesome. Yeah, so uh, I, I heard that uh, Hands Made Tale, if you haven't watched Hands Made I Tale. I just
0: heard about that yesterday. Um,
1: the new season is either out or coming out on Wednesday. And um, I like shows that make you think. Like, that that, you know that are so far, you know, well, maybe nowadays it's not so far-fetched, but are kind of, you know, they're realistic, but they're, they're like shock and awe and hands-made tell basically tells a tale of, you know, if what happens, if, you know, true religious zealot, like bring on this huge, you know, take over the United States and, and adhere to what they believe is their beliefs and um, it's um, it's definitely shocking, but it's um, it's, it's interesting. The storyline is is very good. So I
0: let, literally and last night, yeah, that literally <laughs> last night, and we were talking about all these um, series now, Squid Games. And oh yeah, yeah, there's a lot of um, interesting things out there now.
1: Yeah, you know, <laughs> just like the the video games. I mean, I remember you know playing a video game, Grand Grand Theft Auto. And I was like, what in the world? Like, how could this even be legal? It's awful. I I like, I stick with Miss Pac Man. That's my favorite. (laughs) Perfect. Well, Sherry, where can we find you?
0: I am actually on, um, you can either email me at sbs at sbs.fau.edu. We have our podcast, Once an Owl and Always an Owl. And also um, what, working with FAU, if you want to be a business sponsor, um, you can reach out to me and I can send you information. We have some great opportunities for local businesses um, to be part of our FAU Owl, AD Henderson, FAU community.
1: That's awesome. Well, Sherry, I can't thank you enough. Thank you for doing uh, all the amazing work that you're doing with the uh, kids. And, you know, education is so important, so key. And uh, certainly um, at the highest level, you're doing it. And we certainly appreciate you and, 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 you know, our community does as well. So thank you. Thank you so much. Breakfast with the Broker every Tuesday morning at 9am. But hey, it's not next Tuesday, because Thursday night, is Podpalooza, and it's a live audience. Yeah, it's kind of like Saturday Night Live Live without the people. No, just kidding. There'll be be, uh, hundreds of people at Beer Garden down in Royal Palm Place in Boca. Um, Pod Populi in Boca is um, one of the sponsors, and uh, they'll be putting it on. And guess what? The Greek Real Radio 92.1 will be interviewing me, so I'll be on the other side like Sherry is. So um, that'll be our podcast running on Tuesday. Uh, We will be doing a Facebook live on Thursday at six though. So thank you very much. Tune in and we look forward to you. Breakfast with the broker every Tuesday morning at 9 a.m.